Welcome back to the Stephen Zhang Show. Uh, it is episode twenty-three. Uh, as always, this episode is brought to you by Hot Streak Fantasy, the best in-play fantasy app on the market. Pick two to three players in the NBA while you're watching your favorite teams and watch them uh, make you some money. Hot Streak is matching your initial deposit as a bonus, so get Hot Streak Fantasy app now. The app is the app is always uh, bumping right now because of the playoffs. Uh, exactly. Is it the second round now? So a lot of bets are going to go are going to be live on the app. So make sure to check that out if you want to make quick and easy money. But uh, with this episode, we're going to be talking about the Montreal Canadiens and the Winnipeg Jets and a little Julio Jones. Uh, but yeah. as always, roll it. Welcome back to the Shim and Zhang show, episode 23. Um, Eric, this episode, we, of course, are talking about the Montreal Canadiens sweeping the Winnipeg Jets yeah. in round two to go to round three, first time since 2014. And uh, we'll talk about a little, we'll talk a little about the uh, other series going on, uh, what could potentially be ahead for Montreal uh, coming in the coming week or so, Colorado or Vegas, of course. And then we'll talk Julio Jones getting traded to the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. So let's start. Uh, let's start with the Montreal and uh, Winnipeg series. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, of course, I had the Habs and seven. Oh yeah. Oh, we're going there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah you you had, had the Habs in seven. And you had the Jets in seven. I didn't have the because the clip is there, man. We I've rewatched a clip. All I said was, I'm not making a prediction. And then you peer pressured me to make it a prediction. And then what I thought was going to happen exactly happened. Whatever team I was going to root for, I was in, people were going to be like, I just want to watch this series. No, because it was just a prediction. Like, I wanted Habs to win the series because yeah. I, hate, I hate Jake more than I hate any Montreal fan. Like, in terms of a fan, like, yo, Jake's not, you, you won't find a more annoying fan mm-hmm. than Jake, bro. Jake, I hope you're watching this. But, but, but deep down, you believed, even though you're rooting for Montreal, no, you believe Winnipeg. No, I, I, no, I thought it was like a, in my head, it was 50 50. Like, a, like, it, well, it was, well, was tilting toss. you towards Winnipeg. Um, obviously, they're sweep, right? They had so yeah. much more time to rest. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I thought Shifley was going to play, but I, I, that doesn't matter, anyways. But, um, like, it, it's just like Winnipeg looks so good. Yeah. And uh, even the, the regular season, I think it was 3 3 between them. Yeah, 3 uh, 3 and 3. Like, it was just like, ah, it's tough to say because Montreal, they, they just beat Toronto. I thought, like, it wasn't luck, but, like, like I don't know if the momentum was going to – they were going to continue with the momentum. I thought they were going to be tired. Yeah. And – but it, it, to me, it was still a 50-50, like, because they have a Hellebuck. Don't forget, Hellebuck's still, like, yeah. a top five goal in the league. And um, I guess the Jets just blew it, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jets are um, – Yeah. No, you, you make some good points. You were saying that um, one thing we talked about when Montreal beat Toronto at the end was, was Montreal going to get tired going into the second round? Mm-hmm. They played a big series. They played seven games against Toronto. They had to, use, they had to play physical every game. Uh, Weber Petrie played a lot of minutes. So I thought, like, like you and others, uh, I thought that this team would probably be tired. And that's why I took Habs in seven because I figured mm-hmm. eventually they'd get, they'd figure it out. But maybe in the first two games, uh, Winnipeg would take advantage. But no, that momentum that exactly. they got in game five, game six, game seven carried over significantly in the second round. Mm-hmm, and they sure. just kept clicking, like especially the fourth line. Let's give credit yeah. to that fourth line of, yeah. of Perry, Armia, and Stahl. 
Like, oh, there's yeah, they were our yeah. best line in the Winnipeg series. Oh, 100%. Yeah, and another fa- uh, big thing I was talking about they should do is cycle the puck, and that's exactly what that fourth line was doing. Yeah. They could do whatever they wanted in the offensive zone because they were yeah. cycling the puck against a fragile decor, and they were able, able to get opportunities, make the decor turn it over, and that's basically what they did, and that's why they're the best line. Like even all year, we're talking about how deep this team was. We yeah. talk, we're talking about Corey Perry, Eric Stahl, and then like this series, they actually showed it. Like in, yeah, the, showing in, up in the Toronto playoffs. series, they were like they a good series. Though. Yeah, they weren't bad, but this series they started scoring yeah. more. Like oh yeah, and and if you look at the ice time, like all lines got a good amount of ice time. Yeah, I see. I, I guess Ducharme like has a lot of confidence in his line, which is really for good. sure. And let's talk about the other coach, Paul Maurice, who's I would say didn't have much confidence in his fourth oh, line. Not let's at all. That fourth line of what Nate Thompson. Christian Vasilainen and uh, what's his face, Trevor Lewis. Mm-hmm. He at the start of game one, he tried to match up that fourth line of Nate Thompson against the Perry line, and it didn't mm-hmm. work out. And ever since then, he hasn't been able to match up a fourth line against a fourth line, right? So mm-hmm. he's yeah he, he he had to match up Pierre Luc Dubois line with Nick Ehlers or something against this fourth line because it it was so good that series, and mm-hmm. I think that was the biggest X factor, of course. Um, and so. Another thing was the Shifley hit. Let's talk yeah. about the Shifley hit. Yeah, well, that, that was a crucial Shifley part of the entire one. series. So yeah. game one, Montreal, who I knew Montreal, I said going into the Winnipeg series, I, was, I talked about with Terry uh, with it on the live stream, is that I watched all the Winnipeg games, and I knew Montreal could skate with this team 5-on-5. Five five. They could keep up with mm-hmm. them, even though with all their superstars. It was, the, it was the power plays that killed Montreal in those games. But Montreal penalty kill was really good. Uh, in this series, power play wasn't much of a threat for Winnipeg, whereas the Montreal power play was a huge threat, uh, and it was really good. Yeah. But uh, the Mark Shifley hit on Evans. So it's five, what was it, four, three, minute left in the game. It tied on the power play or something. They pulled a goalie six on four. Yeah. So Jake Evans gets a burst of speed, goes around the net. Of course, everyone saw the plane. Shifley's taking 18 strides, hits him, nails him, right? He got, the N, he got the N1, though, Jake Evans. He scored, though. Yeah, literally got the N1. Yeah. So then I saw the hit. It pissed me off a lot. Um, I knew right away he was getting suspended. There was no way he wasn't. My thought process, though, it was probably going to be one or two games. Yeah, I know it was going to be Because games. it's the, the player safety department has been so inconsistent. I'll give it, to Jeff, uh, give it to Jets fans who argue this, that the player safety has been inconsistent. I'll agree with that. It's been very inconsistent this year. Um, you know, Kadri got eight games. He's a triple offender. But then Tom Wil- uh, Tom Wilson doesn't get suspended. Um, I forget who was in the playoffs got suspended only one game or something. But um, yeah, it was just so inconsistent during during the regular season too. You know, Montreal oh, yeah. Armia was out with a concussion because Tyler Myers hit him. He didn't get suspended. McDavid, the superstar, threw his, pretty much just went after Cockney Yemi's face. And hit him to the ground, and he only got fined five thousand. So then you think to yourself, George Perros be like, "Yeah, I owe the Canadians one here. Let me just give it to them four yeah. games to Shifley." You know, because don't forget uh, the thing with Montreal is they have a huge. Fa- so anything, anything, uh, whenever anything happens in Montreal, there's always noise. And then yeah. George Perros, like he he played for Montreal like, for fucking like yeah, yeah. not even a couple of games, but <laughs> like he knows if he doesn't make the right, like if he doesn't suspend Shifley or yeah. doesn't oh, give yeah. them enough games, like he's gonna get so much backlash. So I feel like because especially how, like, how you gonna give him four games, and that was like, like Jake Evans. Jake Evans yeah. was in the stretcher, made it look yeah. bad. It was more dramatic. It made it, 
But don't forget, like Shifley, like he, first he, time. Like, yeah, first time, like he never causes any trouble. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was probably like he was probably angry at that time. Like, yeah. oh, he was very losing. Oh, they, that guy was on something, man. Yeah, I don't know if he was like s- sniffing back, like before the game or something. <laughs> you know, doing a little snow, but uh, a little blow. You've never done blow yeah. before. <laughs> Good luck. Um, but yeah, his eyes. Did you see his eyes, dude. No. He, to, uh, yeah. he was so lost. Like, that know, was I not know. Mark Shifley's. Like I just know, through his eyes, he got pissed off. At, he he took a roughing penalty in the in the game, uh, because he went after Ben Shaw when he was down on the ice. Like he just threw his gloves in his face when Shaw was on uh, down on the ice. So he gets a roughing penalty. He's pissed off. Like he's like, "What the fuck?" Oh, to the ref. Blah, blah, blah. So you could already tell he's he's angry as hell. And then Perry goes after him or something after a whistle or something. And then like he just goes after Perry, tries to fight him, and then he does this at the end of the game. So let's break it down. Mark Shifley in his press conference interview, he's talking about, I tried to negate the goal. That was my first instinct, negate the goal. Okay. I don't know. Like, I, I've never played hockey before. You played hockey before. Yeah. I keep asking questions. I keep asking the same question to hockey players. In that play, in that scenario, you're Mark Shifley. Your first yeah. instincts to what? Try and stop the goal, right? Lead with yeah. your stick. Yeah, yeah, because if, if you watch the replay, his his stick did, like it was oh, really yeah, like just stick. exactly. And bro, he, he probably could have stopped it with like a poke check or something. Like if he tried to like he poke tried, check, but he didn't. He just he, he, This is what happened. This is what tell. I'll tell you what happened. A split second or a second before Evan scores, Shifley in his brain goes, "Okay, he's scoring. I know he's scoring. I'm just gonna blow this kid out. I'm just gonna nail this kid out." I think that's what his thought process was. Okay, or you can see it as this, like, don't forget, playoff hockey, an excuse for big hits is always like, oh, get the team fired up for next game. Like, uh, yeah. like, uh, like, just show them, like, we're a physical team, but I guess it back. Like, or maybe that's what it was. Don't forget, this is, like, one second. Like, Shabby probably had one second to think about this. So, yeah, he, he went for the hit. But he's if played you look, hockey his whole life. He knows how vulnerable like, a guy in that if you If you look is. at the hit, if you look at the hit, yeah, it's a vulnerable, like, if I'm playing chill, like I'm hitting that guy, like if I, yeah. if I see him coming, but it's just like, it, it, it just looked bad. But to be honest, like it, like it's a dirty, it probably would have been a minor penalty, but I don't think like it would have been like a major penalty. Like even I in, so. I for sure think so. Bro, I've seen up high it. too. It's just like, then you get all these people saying, why was his head not up? Why was his head not up? Like, I'm like, I, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. But don't he's going bro. around the net, trying to score a wraparound goal. What are you going to have his head up while he's trying to do it? Yeah, but 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 this, cause uh, it's tough. Cause okay, it's you know, Shifley, you know, man. Okay, you got this, this is a weird example, but squad. but you know you know Guillaume. Yeah. Okay, he played triple A, uh, double. He played one year double A, and he absolutely murdered this guy. Okay, he hit him. The guy didn't see him coming. Dropped, and the other guy's helmet fell off. Yeah. No, he didn't get anything. No penalty, nothing. Clean. Like, it was a clean hit. It was a blindside hit. Clean hit. And no penalty. He was in the playoff. It was in the in like their final game too. So. Well, first of all, and that's like double A too. Well, no, I but just know play, but I'm it just was saying, a humongous. Like, like everyone talks about that hit, and I, I don't think Gilm got any anything for it. And whatever. But I'm just saying, like, it's, 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 but don't forget, you don't forget. You have to think about it. You're a, just a tiny bit biased, right? Because you're a Montreal fan. No, I, I will say this: he he should be suspended. That's like okay. there's no way he doesn't get suspended. I was surprised it was four. Okay, fine. I thought it was be one or two. I'll be honest, because of the inconsistency. But but what was illegal about the hit? He didn't hit the head. He He hit like shoulder. shoulder. It was like 
because his shoulder makes contact with his head because Jake Evans is trying to score a fucking wraparound goal and he's in a vulnerable, a vulnerable spot. He's, you know, that's why his head's so low. And then he, he nails him in the head, but Jake Evans is low. Yeah, but you ever see like Cronwell hit these people before? Bro, Cronwell used to murder like these murder kids, bro. Well, a different game than when Cronwell was in his prime. Different okay, game. but still, like the I understand, no, but it is a different game when it comes to like player safety department. It, it, it's a different, uh, it's a different game when it comes to that uh, safety department. It's yeah, different but, from uh, when Cronwall was in his prime. Way okay, different. but 100%. E- no, but even like if I've seen so many, you, you know that hit on uh, what was it Bufflin's hit on Mark Stone? Nothing happened. Like Subban's hit on Marshall. Nothing. Like oh, it's no, just things like that. Hit. These are well, clean so hits, so, so, so was so was the Shifley one. Not necessarily. If you look at it, the guy's going forward. It's not like, and it's First not. First of all, he's, he's 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 um, what's it called? He's charging. First of all, it makes it illegal already. He's charging. It's a charging penalty. It makes it an illegal play already. Charging, uh, dude. He took eighteen strides from center it, ice. Because don't forget, it, d- everyone uses example. Tory Crew the exact the exact the exact same, and Tory Crew was probably more dangerous because he was closer to the boards, right? And should I think, the, yeah, but I'm saying different outcome. But I do see it probably merits a suspension. Like it was probably it, it, it was a it was a pretty like dirty hit. But I don't know. It's oh, tough. I see it when you when you gather that much speed at center ice and yeah, you're coming in with that much it's speed. It's dangerous for sure. Like it's hitting shouldn't sure. be an option anymore. Not with no, that it, much speed. Yeah, it's definitely dangerous. But uh, an like, excuse that a lot of people use is, bro, it's playoff hockey. But still, like, it's, well, if it's he still, lay with you, his stick and maybe, yeah you know hit evans too and it was yeah. a big hit but he, as long as he led with his stick and you know maybe one arm was was hitting evans and the other trying to stop the goal then i'll be like okay but he, he didn't prove to me that he tried to negate a goal in any way he just he proved to me that he just wanted to lay the fucking guy out that's it that's all he proved to me that's all he proved okay, to me. no well that's 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 fair but i don't know he he definitely deserved the, uh, a suspension, but four games on Shifley. Yeah, I was it, I was definitely. I don't even know why we're still talking about because you guys were gonna like Montreal was gonna win one hundred percent anyways. Shifley plays Shifley doesn't play one hundred percent. That's another factor too, is because without Mark Shifley, hey, so you guys lost. swept them. You guys swept them, but don't forget because a lot of these games were like kind of close. So maybe that one like one goal. Not most, no. Well, let's look at some well, of these last, games. Game one. Game one was two. It was a wraparound. Was, yeah, we'll see. One. Yeah, but they have a minute to come back. Okay, yeah. well, what are the whatever? No, no, they're gonna come back. But I'm saying like second last game, game. What was the OT. second game? Second game was like five one. Which one was the second, bro? This was so recent too. Second That's game crazy. was like five one, right? Yeah. Um, the third game was what five two or something like that. Okay, I'll be honest. I'm just thinking about yesterday, but. <laughs> Like yesterday was a close yesterday game. Yesterday was the closest game in the series because it went to overtime. No, but that, that's what I'm saying. Like, Shifley plays, Shifley doesn't play. They're going to win. 100%. Well, here's the thing. This is the, like the biggest thing Jake was saying to us is like, this, like, the Jets were playing their worst hockey of all season. Like, he's never seen them play this bad all season. Yeah, but it's also Jake. And you're missing just... your best player. And clearly, because you're missing Shifley, right? I mean, they look lot. He's clearly their best player. Say what yeah, you want about is. Nick Ehlers and Kyle Connor, but Mark Shifley, it's so clear to me now. The way they play without him. It, yeah. it, like he he is so clear their best player to me it's okay so but bro he's not winning four games for them no maybe not but maybe he gets his offense going or something at least okay but still not four games like it's a sweep like a, a sweep yeah. you can but they look so bad they they did nothing offensively that pld this guy has totally lost uh confidence 
than than he had uh, the confidence he had in Columbus. He's totally lost it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's that's the factor of having two guys in front of you in the center position, right? You had Mark Scheifele all season and Paul Statsny in front of you all season. That kind of gets to you, hinders on you. you used to be yeah. the first line in Columbus, yeah. playing big minutes. You the played a big series against too, franchise yeah. guy against Tampa Bay. He played great uh, against Toronto in the qualifying uh, round. He played amazing, and then like he gets traded here. He's a third line center. He didn't really, you know, get going at first, and then the, he loses his confidence, and then yeah, he's not the same player. I do believe next year. I think Pierre. Hopefully, Pierre Luthor was his his self next year. Well, I need. I'm probably gonna pick him up in fantasy next year. So I need. Hopefully, because hopefully, he's, I think he'll be himself. Because I think this is just like the first year of jitters that he, yeah. he can't find himself right now. But I think he'll figure it out because he's a good player. Like oh, there's no definitely. way you, you you play like that in Columbus and then you just lose it like that in a year. Yeah, because the the thing with uh, Pierre Luke too is because he he's a very good defensive player and he didn't really show in this series. Like, no, yeah, not, not really. True. But it's a very underrated aspect of his game and his defense. And something you can't lose really, like you can miss shots or like miss passes, but defense you don't really lose that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you have the speed, like and if you have yeah. all the everything, like you don't lose that. So and that's right because he didn't really show any like. Uh... Of his two hundred uh, foot, uh, exactly, exactly. Like Philip Deneau was just outplaying him. Oh you yeah, know, that, he he shut down that line. So, because I because I remember thinking like before, like Philip Deneau and Pierre Luc Dubois are actually pretty similar. Uh, they play pretty similar. And he's just more centers. skilled offensively. Exactly. So, but and he's bigger too. Like this guy's a beast. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's, he's been a beast. Yeah, he plays two hundred feet. He could score, but like. He totally lost that in Winnipeg. Well, but he's still a franchise player. My, like, I still think he, he he's gonna bounce back. Hopefully next season. Trends, hopefully it's yeah. not like. Hopefully he, be, he doesn't become like a a Tavares. You know, as good as John Tavares is, this guy was is not the same player he was in New York. Yeah, because he's playing behind my. Austin. Yeah. I'm telling you, when we play the Toronto Maple Leafs, John Tavares looks like looks like nobody. Like. They make him look like nothing when yeah, because they're playing like Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner just completely dry the offense for Toronto. And that John, like John Tavares just looked like nobody against us. Cool. He played, he barely he did not. Yeah, but I'm just, no, but I'm saying in the regular season too. Okay, okay. And I'm saying he, he's not the same player he, is, he was in New York. Not the same player. He was way yeah. better in New York. And I don't want PLD to like, you know, that, that happened to him because he's playing behind a center, you know, or two centers maybe next year. Mm. Who knows? Hopefully he's a second line center. Oh, that's yeah, what they sure. should that's yeah. what they, 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 the future should look like. Oh, for sure. Profetti comes up, you don't know. So Damn, for sure. yeah. So let's talk about it. so Mark Schleifer gets suspended, he's out. Yeah. Winnipeg offense, non existent. Yeah. Um Terry Price, playoff Carey Price, he's always himself. He's amazing, game. yeah. But the decor was the X factor again this yeah. in this series. Uh not again. I'm saying they were a huge I mean you look at the point differential that they had in mm-hmm. Toronto for, uh, points by the decor and in this series it was like crazy. It was like yeah. two points in Toronto, like eleven this series. Mm-hmm. So the D stepped up offensively and defensively. Uh they played some great shutdown minutes uh in front oh, yeah. of Carey Price. Carey Price got a sh- oh he got a shutout this series. We forgot to even mention that. Yeah. Uh, one of those games was a shutout. So yeah, and Montreal's offense is clicking. You know, that yeah. t- Tyler Toffoli, Suzuki, Cole Caulfield line. Cole Caulfield's starting to get some strides here in the playoffs, starting to look like a serious threat. He's getting shots like crazy. The puck seems to find them. He made a great pass to Tyler Toffoli and OT to, to end it pretty much. Chipped it past the blue lineman. Mm-hmm. So, man, if that line could get going, if that fourth line keeps playing like they are, yeah, it's, but, the, uh, it's the third line that's got to get going. But to be honest, the defense, like – 
at the beginning of the season, we were talking about like maybe like the defense wasn't as strong. And... I think it was the opposite. I thought I was really praising this the, the, the uh, defensive. Were you? Well, because I wasn't expecting Weber to go out and totally just drop his like his game drop off. But like I don't know, because I remember at the beginning of the season I would say like Edmondson, he's impressed Edmondson, me. Like Edmondson's very yeah, good. I, I, I kind of I like Shea Weber to be his playoff. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Weber into the, and mm. he didn't. So that's yeah. why the decor was so bad. But, but Edmonton, I liked the signing. Big, long reach. Our decor yeah. was like nobody was under six feet. Exactly. So, but, hey, that, that's what you need for playoff hockey. And especially yeah. in, in, the, in the next round. Well, because if Montreal can b- play more big and like, because rem- remember like, remember when St. Louis and Boston, like those were big teams. Big like, teams. Those, those big are usually the teams, teams that, yeah, those are usually, like, the big checking teams are usually the teams that make it far. If you have depth, like you need depth too, right? Yeah. So, and this, Montreal has everything to Montreal's be. playing like, like right, right now they're Montreal, playing the best hockey. Yeah, Montreal has everything, like, the, the, right now, uh, if like uh, in the conference finals, right? But yep. if you if you look at the other teams, they'd probably be like maybe third or fourth best team out of like all four. Like we don't in know who's gonna win. Four? Yeah, the final four. Like, they might be we don't the know. worst team out. Of those exactly, teams. that's yeah, what I'm saying. Sure. They might be the worst, worst team so far, but, according to analytics. But like the the thing is, like it's not like they don't have a chance. At all. Like, I I'd no, still give them a good chance. And yeah. bro, to be honest. I'm I'm excited to see Montreal for sure. In the, Listen, Montreal, I, you got Winnipeg or no, not Winnipeg, Colorado, like Colorado, Tampa. I think game Colorado. tonight. So it's two two right now. Yeah. And what I've watched from that series is at first we talked about the Colorado first line, yeah. how crazy yeah. like they were they had they weren't able to stop it in game one, game two. Mm. Um, but now in Vegas, yeah, that first line, Patrick Stone has done a really good job of shutting yeah. down the uh, McKinnon line. So then. It gets me wondering, like Philip Deneau, can he handle it? I think so. I've said, and don't forget, they handle Mark Andre Fleury shutting them down. Like, Mark Andre Fleury too. So who and would you, you guys have price too? So yeah, would you rather play? You know, Nathan McKinnon, superstar talent, speedy Colorado team, mobile defense. You know, the goaltender yeah. is not as good as Mark Andre Fleury, Philip Grubauer, I believe, but then they have a mobile decor and just a speedy a four group overall. Or, yeah. and you got to play Nathan McKinnon in that first night. Or do you play Vegas? They have Mark Andre Fleury. Yo, Patrick, yo, Patrick, back in Montreal. I'd they love have, to see they that. They have a big team, big checking team that's going to yeah. make it hard for guys like Suzuki, Caulfield, yeah. uh, Lekkinen score, the small guys. You know, Suzuki's still going to do his, you know, his stuff, but not not get as many chances as he's in Winnipeg because this is a big checking team in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, what team, you know, I, I, I'd like to see Nate, uh, Philip Deneau against a Nate McKinnon, maybe, because I believe you can do it. I believe you could do it, but Vegas, you know, who do we play better? I don't know. Uh, small sample size. Uh, so, but I'd love to see Colorado go up. Against, I feel like that's such a good match. Like, it's so, it'd be so fun to watch. I would be w- way more confident than people, like the the chances people give us. Oh, yeah, bro. Like, Montreal, like, he people still five. underrate this team just because uh, Montreal doesn't have, like, the superstars like they used to. Like, they don't have, like, a bona fide superstar on the team. Yeah. Doesn't mean you still can't, like, that's the thing. Yeah. You just there right now. What Montreal has been showing is they literally have no holes right now. Like, try and name one. Like, there's right now, literally the not one playing. Hole. I don't see any at the beginning of the season. At the beginning of the season was oh they don't have a superstar. Like, who's going to score for them? But yeah. all the lines are scoring. It doesn't matter on defense. Oh, they're slow. They're too. Shut but in down. the playoffs, it doesn't matter. And then Carey Price is playing like playoff Carey so, Price. Like, the so. way they're playing right now, Montreal. The way they're playing right now. Hopefully, this little rest doesn't you know stop that momentum because they're going to get a pretty good rest here which is needed of course you play mm-hmm. two series uh you know with no days off pretty much 
So it's good to have rest. Always good to have rest for yeah. Terry, for Shea Weber. But is that rest going to gonna ruin their momentum that they've that's what happened that's that's what happened in winnipeg yeah that's what happened in winnipeg hopefully not but because the way montreal's playing right now if they continue playing like that in the third round i don't Mm -hmm. i don't see any team beating them i just like unless that team plays amazing because montreal's playing their best hockey of the season they've reached their i don't even know if they reached their top potential but they're playing amazing right now so the fourth line is playing great i'd love to see them pick it up uh suzuki to foley it's the josh anderson line that needs to get going Kakanyemi, Josh Anderson, uh, and Paul Byron. Josh Anderson, you know, if he's not scoring, he's hitting, he's being a pest, that's great, yeah. and stuff like that. But if they want to win the third round, he's got to start scoring. Josh Anderson's got to start scoring. So, oh, shit. Oh, my God, the fantasy <laughs> alerts. I know. So, yeah, Josh Anderson needs to get going a little. Yeah, and then, I'd like um, th- that. That's it. And then hopefully, Jeff Petrie's not, hopefully, he comes back. Because if he, they, they don't have Jeff Petrie, I don't know about their chances. Yeah. They need Jeff Petrie. So hopefully he's healthy sure. coming back for that third round. Because, yeah, like I said, one of our probably the best defensemen on our team. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah, guys chipping in. Eric Gustafson playing limited minutes, Shit. making the most out of them on the power play. He scores. And the power play is looking great. So hopefully it's clicking in third round. So um, You all move on to the next subject? Yeah, I mean, uh, or we, we're not making predictions right now, even no. before <laughs> even before any matchup. No, no, but no, no. just know, I have a prediction for yeah. next. next well, episode. we could talk about the playoff series. I mean, Boston, New York's a really good series right now. Um, it's three two, I think. New York, right? Yeah, three uh, two. They won yesterday. So yeah, that'd be crazy. I still think Tampa's going to beat whoever comes out of there. So I think it's going to be Tampa. Yeah. Someone in the in the final. Tampa's going to the finals. And you you yeah, I, Tampa Tampa's winning, but uh, Islanders. I, I think Islanders might. might I still win. think Tampa's going to slap them around. Oh, against no, Boston. No, against Boston. Oh, that's a very interesting. Like, I mean, now you got to win two games against Islanders. That's but, fucking hard. No, I love how like imagine if Islanders have to play Montreal in the final. That's I'm. Oh, that'd be the most boring that's, finals that's the ever. Most but still, I'm still getting hyped though. Yeah, for sure. I hope so. I would love to face the Islanders over oh, Tampa. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, a hundred percent. But if 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 Montreal can get past uh, Colorado, they or have a Vegas. good chance against or Ve- well, Fred I just don't like uh, Tampa's just so good. I I would love to face the Islanders. I would yeah. love it. I know Montreal could beat the Islanders. I know yeah. they could. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. That's fair. No Tampa. Tampa just. Oh, uh, Tampa's just like. They just—they have too much power, too much uh, offense. It's, it's just crazy. I don't know who's gonna beat them, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully, it's the Islanders. Hopefully, or the Boston. Yeah. I don't you care. Your, how you I would doing love that? The Islanders to come out how right you doing now. that? Uh, well, that, that playoff fans, yeah. but I'm still first. Yeah. I'm yeah? first. I was down a lot. I was like eighth at one point, but the Tampa boys—they're—they're they're Alex oh, yeah. Corn, man. Playoff Corn. Oh my god! I took a chance on them. Not a lot of teams have them, so that's what's uh, giving me the advantage. For sure. For sure. So. um yeah, Islanders Boston going to game six uh, back in Boston, right? Yeah, back in Boston. Yeah. And then Tampa, Carolina no, no. played tonight. I yeah, think it's an island. In, no, New York's the fourth seed. Exactly. Yeah, so, so game, game six. six is. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they just won in NASA Coliseum. Exactly. And then we have Tampa, Carolina, 3-1. Mm-hmm. Tampa's going to finish that series out tonight, I think. So, 
Yeah. And hopefully it's the Islanders. That's all I got to say because, yep, hopefully the Islanders. So uh, NHL playoffs are soon going to be closing out the second round. Yeah. We'll get you your third round coverage probably next week maybe. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully next week. Uh, let's talk about uh, Julio Jones. Yeah. Let's go. Bill Jones, Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons. Eric, uh, one thing we predicted was Kyle Pitts to get tr- drafted mm-hmm. by the Atlanta Falcons, which he did. And we figured uh, Julio Jones would like that offense, but we were completely yeah. wrong. Yeah, I don't Julio I'm still Jones, amazed. Listen, Julio Jones ain't taking no chances. Uh, he wants to win. So he demanded a trade from the Atlanta Hawks. Am I saying Why am I saying Hawks? Screw basketball. Atlanta Falcons, <laughs> he demanded the trade. And the Tennessee Titans traded Eric. I, these Football trades, they always boggle my mind. Oh, always, bro. Even John Four, Hopkins, was like, it a fourth yeah. round pick and a second round pick? Yeah, yo, like, so how, listen, how are you getting like, yo, I, still I, I guess I don't know football enough because, um, Julio Jones, Julio Jones was still one of the best wide receivers in the league. Yeah. I guess it's because an age thing, and I guess because first round picks in the NFL, they always usually they they always. But play. look at Matt Stafford, like, how does that work? Like, Julio Jones is on a different planet compared to Matt. No, but Matt yeah, I know. I'm saying just. A first-round pick is so valuable in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know, your first-round pick's going to play. He could be an altering, you know, player in your organization. So I think that's why first-round picks are. But like Amari Cooper got a first-round pick, exactly. and Dallas, you know, for an Stop. agent wide receiver. But it, yeah. it's working out right now. But still, like I was surprised yeah. a first-round pick for a wide receiver uh, of Amari Cooper. But you know, Amari Cooper was great. Is great in Dallas, so that proved me wrong. But Julio Jones goes to Tennessee for a second and a fourth. He's going to be. Uh, playing with AJ Brown, yeah, and um, man, I forget the other guy's name. I feel so bad. Derek Henry, receiver. no, the other wide receiver, Cor- Corey, uh, Corey Davis. I don't think he's still on the team though. Yeah, he's left there. Eh? So but I think it's AJ Brown. Yeah. So AJ yeah. Brown, Julio Jones, Derek Henry, yeah. Ryan Tannehill. But yeah, what I understand uh, they needed is Julio Jones asked to go to the Titans, right? Did so. He? Did he ask? Yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah, he did. Okay. Like, and like AJ Brown, like, re- yeah. Refused. Wait, Is that refused? what you're about to say? No, no. Wait, what? No, no. That AJ Brown, um, what? No, AJ Brown recruited. That's what oh, I was okay, okay. uh, AJ Brown recruited. I was about to Blue say, Jones. he refused, yeah. and then he's no, been fake on Instagram. AJ, yeah. No, but AJ Brown recruited. I don't know if you saw the TikTok yeah, of AJ yeah, Brown, yeah. but like, he wanted Julio Jones on his yeah, team. Sure. And it's, it's, I like that matchup because don't forget, uh, AJ, AJ Brown, he's a huge Julio Jones fan. He wears number 11 for Julio Jones, and he plays pretty similar to Julio Jones. So yeah. I'm interested to see how that's going to match up. But to be honest, like Matt Ryan's better than Ryan Tan- like Matt Ryan's like way better than Ryan Tannehill. Like, yeah, but Ryan Tan- I don't know. Ryan Tannehill is like sneakily. It's like, am I saying that that right? He's sneaky getting good, you know. And um, I think yeah, he's a great quarterback in this league. Matt Ryan, yeah, we'll see next year because we'll, you know with his age, he's getting older. We'll see next year, you know. For sure. For I'm not sure. gonna bank all on Matt Ryan because you know his age is definitely a factor. You know, could he be like a Tom Brady age like fine wine? We'll find out. Nah. We'll find out. But because his numbers, I think, are going to drop next season. But don't forget, like Matt Ryan, this guy, 2016 MVP, like yeah. Matt Ryan, like, but they, he can't do anything with just Kyle Pitts and what would they have? Todd Calvin Gurley. Really? Calvin Really. Todd Gurley. Now. Yeah. That's going to be insane. That's a guy to look for in fantasy. Calvin. Oh yeah, Ridley. for sure. Calvin. Calvin Really. Oh, yeah. oh, he's going to get those yards. But yeah, like, or are they trying to re? I don't understand what they're trying to do here. Uh, Listen, they drafted Kyle Pitts. I don't know. I think they're a bit shocked with the trade demand. Maybe I thought I, I you know, I was a little. I didn't know who. I thought Julio was going to try and you know at least test the yeah. waters with Kyle Pitts. 
mm-hmm. and how that offense was going to look. A new coach too, you know, you know, usually under a new coach, but he's not taking any chances. So Falcons, they just got to play it out. You know, mm-hmm. they got to they got to win with the team they have. They're going to have to try and win. Uh, is it good enough? No, not in their division. So yeah, it's tough. But Julio Jones, I want to see him win. So I'm glad he's on the yeah, Titans. That's going to look good. A.G. Brown and him, that's a yeah. duo, oh. duo threat right there. And so. Derrick Henry. Oh, my Derrick God. The weight room is probably looking cr- yo, so yeah. yeah, so the offense, it, that's definitely something they needed in uh, in Tennessee. Uh, more depth on the wide receiving core. Oh, for not sure. Not simply on A.J. Brown. They had good depth last year from Corey Davis, mm-hmm. but now with Julio Jones, it's just even But how – yo, that team's going to be so hard to defend because there's so much strength there. Like, you know, in the playoff, yeah. like, yo, that's such a strong team if you think about it. Like – AJ Brown already is one of the strongest players in the league. Now you have Julio Jones and you have Derek. Derek Henry. Derek They're Henry. gonna be so hard to play. So many, so much CTE coming out of this game, <laughs> those games against them. Um, but yeah, for sure, uh, that's gonna be fun, man. That's gonna be Tennessee Titans. Sure. Already a fun team to watch. Yeah. Like you said, Derek Henry, he's a beast. The thing is, uh, they don't throw the ball a lot in. Um, in Tennessee. That's what I was thinking about too. So obviously Julio Jones, his numbers are going to be less than last year, I think yeah. he had. Because, uh, you know, they give the ball a ton to Derrick Henry. But still, I mean, what's 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 wrong with having a, plus a second round pick and fourth round pick? Yeah. Like, what, uh, yeah. I, I don't know why people don't jump on this more. Who knew what the other trade packages yeah. were for Julio Jones? Or maybe he only wanted the Tennessee Titans. But if I was a GM, yeah, a second and a fourth. Because I, I still oh, believe in Julio Jones. Yeah. Like, come on. I don't know. Like, I don't get these football trades. I'd, I'd call more teams about their vets, you know? I'd do that. I'm saying, like, like, Hopkins got traded for a second rounder and David John, like, bro, it's yeah. just like... Yeah, how's, like, Hopkins not going to win for a first? That's ridiculous. That's a, I still I still don't understand how that works, but... It, just, it boggles my mind sometimes, the NFL. But I'm so I'm excited to see, because the thing with uh, uh, Tennessee is they, they're very reliant on Derrick Henry in the playoffs, like, yeah. all the time. And they the other teams, they know they're yes. going to go to Derrick so Henry, but now... they can change their game. Now... Yo, a, a run yeah. and pass exactly more game, you know exactly, yeah. you know so that's what that's what happened the you know the tampa buccaneers that's how they won the super bowl exactly because at first they couldn't run the ball mm-hmm. and then when they figured out uh, figured it out they're running the ball like exactly. crazy in the playoffs they were throwing yeah. the ball and they became that dual uh offensive threat and they won the super bowl because of it exactly. and their defense and they had great defense yeah so it's gonna be fun to watch uh for sure, those for, sure. At it for sure leo jones hopefully you know they can get into the playoffs, do something serious. I'd love, I'd, I'd cheer for them, cheer for Julio. I always draft Julio in fantasy football. Yeah, so. you do a lot. No, yeah. you trade for him last year too. I trade him for him last year for sure. If I didn't, if I don't draft him, I trade for him. But I, I don't think I'd pick up Julio Jones this year in fantasy because uh, him and AJ Brown are going to split a lot of yards. Yeah, that, that's you know that's why Calvin really going to be looking uh, real nice. On Calvin really is going to be looking nice for sure. So. um yeah, so that's it for the episode. We uh, talked a little Jets Habs. Uh-huh. Uh, next week is going to be more jam-packed for sure. Oh, for Third sure. round going underway. Montreal's opponent will be known. And don't forget, there's a UFC fight this weekend. And too, UFC so. uh, fight for sure. So we'll definitely, what is it, UFC 263? Something like that? 263 or 4, I forgot. But is Adesanya fighting? Adesanya's oh, fighting. Yeah. Nate, Nate Diaz is fighting too. So Okay, so a lot to jam uh, to unravel there. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, thank you again for listening to the Shtim and Zang Show, episode 23, I believe. So tune yeah. in next week. Like you said, round three of the playoffs. Make sure to tune in. We'll see you next week. Ciao. Peace. Peace out.